Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. This is the Be Loud Glade, a series of experimental podcasts presenting views and opinions about the Irish contemporary poetry scene from the vantage points of both page and stage, that is, from publishing and performance. Each program also includes a contemporary poem set to specially composed music. In this edition, we hear first from Patter O'Donoghue, poet and editor of Poetry Bus Journal, followed by the poem Nightmare by the poet Eleanor Hooker and voiced by Olivia Heron with music by Roger Gregg. I thought there was a niche in the market for a magazine that was kind of a bit, a bit more down-to-earth, that took poetry seriously but didn't take itself quite so seriously. And um, it seems to have caught on, caught the imagine of, imagination of the people and it's gone from strength to strength. If we sold as many copies as we got submissions, we'd be, we'd be doing brilliantly, you know. But the truth is, we only sell hundreds, but we, we get thousands of submissions now. Things are much more diverse now, but they, at the same time, it's kind of still the same incestuousness. There may be more groups, but they're still groups, and they're still self-referencing, and they keep it very tight, you know. So in some ways, it's very exciting, but in other ways, it's it's incredibly disappointing that we're kind of just recreating the same mistakes of cliques and keeping things tight. And really, uh, was it the poet Adrian Mitchell said that most people ignore most poetry because most poetry ignores most people. And I think that is still, unfortunately, that is still largely true. I'd say most magazines are read by poets rather than you know, kind of the general public. And that, that's what we're really trying to do, is to engage with the public, not just engage with, with poets' read. What we actually need is readers. And readers are a scarce commodity, and they really need to be encouraged. And how to do that, I think, is to try and pull poetry back away from academia, back away from the cliques that keep it tight, and more or less want to keep people out. They want it to be a, aloof and elite. And I think not for everybody which is a real sadness, because it really should be for everybody. And we really need to engage with these people. Maybe we're encouraging too many people to write. I know that sounds kind of counterproductive, but I think the real poets will write if they have five minutes or, or six square feet of room with highway traffic blaring past. If you're a writer, you will write. The fires of hell couldn't stop you from doing it. So all this encouragement with workshops and retreats in big Georgian houses where it costs you like seven, eight hundred euros a week to go away and write. I think there's something seriously wrong with that. For me, fundamentally, the poem still belongs on the page. I look at poetry as a bit of a dialogue where you are interacting with the text as you read it. I, I see it as a something you do maybe quietly on your own. And I think going back to the oral tradition, and it is coming back with performance poetry, that's kind of good. I wouldn't be hugely into it because, to me, it's more about the performance than the poetry. There's a lot of big egos there and you could nearly toast the sandwich off the heat of somebody's ego when they get up on stage to, to read a poem and that, that just kills it stone dead for me. Whereas if just, you just have it on the page, there's a dialogue going on. You're not a passive kind of listener because I think it can wash over you a bit. If you just listen, but if you if you read something, you always take it in much more. As Ted Hughes said, poets build houses. It's up to the reader how they live in them. So I wouldn't be into big examining the text, but I I still think there's something special about the poem on the page. I don't go to many 
poetry gigs at all, but I, I do like Paul Durkin. And I went to see him at the Pavilion Theatre in Don Leary. And not being used to these things, after he read his first poem, I sponta- I wanted to suddenly give a big round of applause. You know, oh, that's gr-. But just total, you could hear a pin drop. This weird rev- reverential silence, you know. And what, what is that? that? That must be learned. That's not innate, is it? Because you, you, your innate feeling is, whoa, you know, love that. That's fantastic. What's the next one? But no, you have to sit there in hushed tones and we're worshipping at the altar of poetry. And that's, that's a pity. And maybe that's why there isn't that many people interested in it. night in blue relief and the hunt begins the green grass black and the talking baby frightens me bug-eyed horrors hover in our shadows lingering carnivorous Wailing now to let him stay. He stumbles after the talking baby. Drop under the yickety yackety picket fence. A treacherous fork in the road. I know well the dangers. Where I go, the baby follows. I urge him back to the black-green grass, behind the yickety-yackety picket fence. You'll be safer there, I promise. You'll be safer there. He crawls back under with pleas to follow. We neither saw the pit that he fell in, in velvet silence. A small hand held the edge, but slipped away beneath my grip. A cobalt night in blue relief. And the hunt begins. That was Eleanor Hooker's poem, Nightmare, published by Daedalus Press, set to music composed and performed by Roger Gregg and voiced by Olivia Heron. Find out more about Eleanor Hooker at DaedalusPress.com and find Poetry Bus at the Poetry Bus Mag. Originally broadcast by RTE Lyric FM and funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland, Roger Gregg's Be Loud Glade is a dead medium production with executive producer Gareth Stack. You lot aren't ready for bingo. (laughs) Just give me a second.